Hey, you're listening to Geek Street, a part of 2BD Podcasts. We like to loosen up and, and get a little geeky. It's all the things your significant other does not want to hear about. It's gaming, comics, other collectibles, uh, middle-aged and hazy. We've got, uh, we're catching up and misremembering. We've got, uh, usually we have got Al, short for Algorithm, but he'll be joining us a little bit later. Uh, we've got Turbo, short for Turbot. And, uh, yeah, growing up on too many ninja movies, we'll go uh, The Lord of the Lagoon, Swamp Thing. Uh, but yeah, we're, we catch up on uh, our shenanigans every week. It's usually pretty geeky. And I hope uh, the good geeky gods have been with you. How's everything going? Hey, man, I can't complain. Uh, it's, it's a Thursday night. Uh, I got to hang out. Is it a payday night? It's not a payday night. That's, that's oh, next okay. week. So no toy. That's my well, temptation. I shouldn't say that. I got, uh, I, got, I got a comic book I got to go pick up. Uh, I got to get that... Uh, third issue of the Transformers series I'm, I'm, I'm reading. Um, That's so great. far, so good, man. It's, you know, got some, it's got a great origin story. Uh, Starscream is actually running the Decepticons at this moment because Megatron actually had, they can't, they can't fuel Megatron. They don't have enough energy. So that's kind of neat. It's a neat little take that, you know, it's a Starscream that's running the show until apparently M- M- Megatron is back online. So kind of excited for that to see how that pans out. Um, but yeah, reading the comics, uh, watching stupid <laughs> cartoons as the norm, uh, was online checking out what's going on and man, there's some, there's some toy buzz going on because, uh, as we know, uh, if you are a listener, I purchase a lot of McFarlane DC multiverse figures, which are a really cool, uh, seven inch line of just characters that you normally don't see and a lot of Batman and, a lot uh, of Batman. A lot of a lot of Batman. And I you went hard in the paint. Yeah, I did. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to you know try to refocus my collection. Picked up some Transformers. Got some. Got an Ultra Magnus big boy. Got some. Got some Megatron. Got some Starscream. You know, getting into the classics again. And lo and behold, what happens? Uh, Hasbro decides to allow. Uh, Todd McFarlane to purchase the license and apparently he's going to be doing I think that's three lines it's G.I. Joe Transformers and I can't remember the third but once it's once I he said Transformers I'm like I'm going to be bankrupt yep to be fair you didn't just switch directions this is like the second or third time because also nostalgia based you were in the masters of the universe for a bit a little bit in ninja turtles yeah. all the memories come back and now you're like now you're pure you're pure robots I'm <laughs> you're buying pure. comics let's be, let's be real i'm not i'm not a pure robot for now for now We'll see. But yeah, um, the the they cross the streams. Like, uh, what are you gonna do? Things that you know. like. Just I don't know. That news, <laughs> it escalated quickly. That news is both a blessing and a curse because I can't wait to see what he does with GI Joe. Like, <laughs> man, it's, I'm gonna be buying them. Yep, the algorithm has joined us. the uh, The trouble is. If that's some sort of collab, maybe it's going to be easier for you guys to find them in the stores. You don't have to, you don't have to buy stuff online all the time like some nerd. You can uh, go buy some so. spinach, I, and then you'll see a shelf. I would predict it's going to be the same thing as everything else. We're going to have about 
17 general hawks and uh, like 10 uh, chuckles and then you won't be able to get anybody else. <laughs> That's it. I don't know, man. I've had a lot of luck get with D- with the way DC, like the way Todd McFarland puts out his toys. Like, in all honesty, I could get a lot of them, but I was just like playing it like, ah, oh, maybe I'll get it cheaper, and then you know you miss out. But like, I'm pretty sure McFarland, if he takes over the Transformers and the GI Joe line, we'll probably see more in our stores than what we would see with the Masterverse or the the Origin line. Just, just because, I, just because I've yeah. bought in McFarland figures, so yeah, this the stock for those DC figures, especially the Batman figures, do seem to be like pretty good. I mean, they have like forty penguins there, but they do have a lot of other people. You are, you are right, and I hope. I wonder if it's just back, from... uh, just proper planning or just good deals. Like know. you remember when you were a kid and there was McFarland everywhere too. Well, yeah, well, he did that that horror uh, line the of figure. Like, he uh, did hockey, nightmares, or something. Yeah, or figures. And, uh, of, I think it was agony figures of agony or something, where it was like insane, like like depicted like people flayed flesh and shit. Like it was pretty crazy. Right next to Barbie and, and GI Joe, and also all of those hockey statues too. Like they were just pumping them out like crazy so yeah, he's got some, some sort pretty, of game plan they had some pretty obscure obscure guys i had to laugh uh, speaking of that like i have a i have three or four of them i have a couple of lemus and a couple of malkins mcfarland's but uh i was in walmart for the first time in i don't know months the other night and i went over he to the parents section and they have about 20 alexis lafreniere's um mcfarland hockey figures and i know you guys don't know who alexis lafreniere is but basically he was a top number one overall pick i don't know three years ago and he's kind of a he's not really a huge bust but he's just not what they thought he was going to be so walmart probably ordered a bunch of these like yeah collectors are going to go nuts over them and then he ended up being kind of a bust and now they're stuck with a bunch of them yep next stop dollarama did you ever take the head off of you and put him on a gi joe or something I haven't opened them, of course. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You know that. You know better than hey, that. Hey, good. Why not? G.I. Joe, Marilyn U, Canadian Super Soldier? I suppose. I, there was a foot. I mean, for the G.I. Joe, we had the fridge. Um, but yeah, there was no Canadian equivalent for G.I. Joe. Obviously, like a, a, a stereotypical Canadian with, you know, maple syrup and a hockey stick. Well, it's literally a real American hero. So, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Wow, we've got ninjas. I think Cobra Commander is Canadian, isn't he? Cobra Commander Canadian? I, I, we'll call him. We'll claim him, I'm sure. Once a man. Once a man. <laughs> I was a man. And <laughs> the roadblock's finally like, shut up. <laughs> Roadblock was all of us as a child. Roadblock wasn't having any more of that shit. No, he's over it. But uh, Turbo, you've been, you know, obviously you've you've focused Transformers comics, cartoons, yep. feature video games. How has the oh, how's yeah. the comic book been treating you? Well, like I said, the comics are, are a lot of fun because like it's a new take on an old story that I know, I that I and I one that I like. You know, it's it's Transformers, giant robots, 
fighting other giant robots, so you can't go wrong. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting because there's more of that. It's the GI Joe and human component of it now. So like they, like in this in this story, you know, you're meeting some of the GI Joe characters, you know, briefly, uh, uh, kind of you know, foreshadowing for the whole Energon universe for the GI Joe cartoon or uh, side of things to start up. So. I don't know. I think I might be buying that GI Joe book too when it starts. <laughs> Damn it! Um, yeah, is it play take place in the eighties or is it? Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like concurrent, but with like an eighties throwback feel. Like I'm pretty sure okay. they're trying to base it in like an eighties, but like a kind of a modern take on the eighties. I don't, I don't know, just some sort of multiverse type style thing, I guess. Sure. Um, but like you know, like they reference you know like. Uh, like you know everything is you know still oil and gas like it's not a futuristic 80s or anything like that it's it's kind of 80s but like you know with a you'll they'll kind of you know nod to like no tiktok no tiktok but there's like they nod to some you know newer fashion type stuff okay. it's, it's interesting to see in the pages nice yeah i mean it's it'd be hard to it'd be pretty easy it'd be hard to be a transformer decepticon now that everyone's got a cell phone so you'd be like oh that car just turned into a dude you know and <laughs> yeah, exactly. at least in the 80s and 90s it's like you know everyone at worst case scenario someone had a pager you know so nice well, yeah, like it... It... <laughs> go ahead oh forgive me i was just gonna say like how is this ranking um in the transformers comic books you've been reading and catching up on um, it's actually, like I said, uh, I do enjoy the UK stories cause they're batshit crazy. Um, but I do enjoy the IDW transformers and this kind of the style that this is kind of written in is kind of in that, that vein where it's a little more like people die. They're showing people get killed. It's not like a, a cartoon, you know, Oh, no one, no one gets hurt. Everyone just kind of gets, yeah, there's no, uh, like you see the collateral damage in in this these uh, these books, which is kind of nice, in in a sense of like more realism, not like yes, I like collateral damage. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. You know, it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't like that movie either. Um, but yeah, so I I enjoy it, but I really do like the IDW story because of just just how crazy you know they they wrote Cup, and then they wrote Rodimus Prime. As as a separate care, like Hot Rod became Rodimus even after he left the uh, the the Matrix. Like once he gave it up to Optimus again, and then Ultra Magnus is a bounty hunter, and it's just it's crazy. It's really it's pretty pretty cool. So it's a it's a great comic. Like if you're going to start, if I, in all honesty, if I was going to start with a Transformers book, I'd probably start with the Skybound one that I'm reading now because it's only three issues, so you're not that far behind. <laughs> yes. But if you're, You've if got you're decades if you're in, of comics, yeah. If if you want to get into like you know a really cool, just absolute batshit crazy giant robot story, pick up the IDW uh, omnibus, man. Of even just volume one, the first volume is amazing. And then you know if you want to continue there, because there's eight. There, it's a big book. <laughs> it's a big series. The project. Uh, so it's eight volumes. Eight volumes, and each volume is about four hundred or four hundred or so pages. Man, I I'm currently at volume six, but it's been almost a year of doing it. 
So that and I'm I I read on the weekends and I usually try to do anywhere between ten to twelve issues, depending on how I, my attention level is based on what I'm doing. But <laughs> but you know that's that's my morning routine: go out, have a little a little puff of elevation, sit on the the sun porch, read a comic book, and then it just you know it spirals into two, three, four, and then I'm out there for like two or three hours reading comics. That's great. Which is nice. Yeah, it's great. No. It's it's very zen. It's it's a great way to start your uh, your day. You know, you get it kind of gets my creative juices going because then I'll come up into the toy room and then I'm like, all right, mind map time. If I move this character <laughs> here, could I fit at that character? Uh, it's just it's a, I'm just putting like, now key in my no. head. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then you'll buy more stuff. So any of you guys been tempted, or both of you guys have been good. Uh, I guess I'll uh, jump in. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you sent that stupid sale on the uh, the twins for the GI Joes, Tomax and Zaymod, and uh, I was thinking about it, but I just I gotta I know they're dirt cheap, but I gotta draw the line. I gotta you know they were two of my favorite um, toys when I was a kid. I always thought it was cool that you get two of them in one pack because that never happened with GI Joe. But uh, no, I abstained. I've just there's just too much on the horizon that I am going to be interested in. So I gotta gotta save up and be a little more choosy. That's that's what I'm going to be trying to do too. Because if I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting into the bigger robots. They're a little more expensive than one I'm used to spending. So I'm kind of like, all right, I got to rein it in a little and you know, not be stupid and just, Oh, I see that. I buy it. But I mean, if I see something like I can't pass up a deal, that's my problem. But if I see transformers, like even if they're not the style I'm interested in, if I'm going to start a collection of transformers and I can get four robots for 30 bucks, you can't go wrong. So if I see a deal like that, I'm taking it, but bucks for bots, bucks for bots. Exactly. Ratio. How many ratios we'll strip for robots. I think Transformers. Um, as far as oh no, I was just going to jump in and say, unfortunately, I think you're hooked on the most expensive line because I think the Transformers are the kind of the craziest price wise right now. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> if 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 that Optimus Prime isn't a isn't a fake that's coming out, it's going to be uh yeah, it's it's going to be an expensive uh well not expensive but it's going to be a lean uh. Lean toy purchasing year next year. I'm going to have to focus on one or two because if Optimus comes out, that's 120 bucks, and if that new Megatron comes out, then that's another 120 bucks. So hell yeah, yeah, let's get nuts. Let's <laughs> well get some leader class, like. And then I'm even thinking, well, if I'm saving up a hundred bucks, you know, what if I'd save up three hundred bucks and then just uh, hey. go out and get a get a Metroplex for two hundred and. Put that on, yeah. put that on the ground, and oh man, it's 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 scary what I could kind of you know talk myself into when I'm, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's part of the fun though, is to kind of is to talk about it, and then you just you don't necessarily have to do it. Like that his tank, that GI Joe classifieds his tank thing. Like I want that, but <laughs> I can't. There's no way I can spend two ninety nine American on it, and the friggin' Cobra Commander that it comes with is the classified cobra commander that they should have damn well made at the first place they got yes. you i was, I was like, very glad I to be sending you guys pictures 
Well, I, I saw it anyway. Like I stumbled upon the review of it on on YouTube, and then I mentioned it to you, uh, Swamp Ninja, and then you sent me the the close up of the Cobra Commander, and I'm like, yeah, I'm aware. I just watched the guy open the package and show us. Like, just doing my part to remind you. That's all. I just I I can't two ninety nine American. I just can't do it. Like that's nothing nowadays. Come on. Oh yeah. Well, it is to me when uh, <laughs> when I'm not sure how I'm heating my home. Yeah. Uh, you should see the hoodie slash druid robe that uh, Turbo has. Just get borrow his. Get in there. There's room for two. Snuggle Dude, up, man. The hoodies are the greatest thing. Like talk if you if. If you're worrying about, you know, staying warm in the winter, I'll I'll suggest an Udi, man. These things are great. Well, I mean, I'm, like, I'm... this is what I, I live in this fucking thing during the winter because it's so cold here. So I'm just like, you know what? I got this big fucking giant Udi on, and then I put a blanket on my feet. Man, I'm toasty warm <laughs> no matter where I'm at. Are you aware that man. there's an invention called socks that you can just put on your feet and they keep you warm? I'm wear- Yes, but it's... I live out in the country, and my house is extremely cold. I have to wear like, socks, and then I use a blanket as well because it's super fucking cold, man. <laughs> my my upstairs doesn't have a heat source. No, I know. I saw it's got like that that one the furnace one comes giant cut the in the top of, in the floor to let the heat rise. So it takes a while for upstairs to heat. That's a farmhouse, baby. Yep. It's it. Fun times. Don't ever know where the bodies are. I listen, man. I love this fucking house. As as quirky and as run down as it is, I'm just like I'm digging it because I'm out here and I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to worry about neighbors. I can go out on my deck and piss off it if I wanted to. Like, oh, doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. The uh, <laughs> the tenant, the, the uh, homeowners association. But um, no, there I, is I no HOA temptation. out here, which is awesome. Oh, good. Just country folks, but I, I feel Al's pain. I uh, ended up remembering after talking with you guys that I owned the uh, the evil identical twins from GI Joe as well as a as a kid, and I just can't go down. I could go down that that course, but um, it just got me thinking of like, are they based on the Corsican brothers? And then what are other G.I. Joe or just pop culture characters that we had that are just based on other literary characters. Maybe Destro is, you know, influenced by the man in the iron mask. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm just wondering whether, like, I mean, now as an adult looking back, a lot of the media from the comic books to the cartoons, I'm picking up a little bit more that they snuck in because all the creators were, you know, working on other things. They weren't just, you know, making something dumb. They're trying to do something good. But uh, just now I kind of have more of a mindful eye of like trying to see the things that they sneak in or some of their influences because, you know, theoretically nothing is new. But you've also um, got to remember that the media that came with the figures, the cartoons, the comics and all that, those were secondary. Those were just to sell the actual toys. The toys were the were the top thing, right? So when you got to start thinking of backstories and things like that, you're gonna you're gonna start borrowing very liberally from other sources. <laughs> very liberally. Um, who's been so? Yeah, so I I resisted, but we'll see. We will we'll see. I'm gonna sleep on it. So I'm gonna sleep on my phone. But uh, I blame social media because people are posting deals. So I'm, uh, I'm glad both say, you guys have been good. They only have 
one left in stock of one of the twins. So if you're gonna do it, you should do it soon. I like oh. I saw that. And I'm like, oh. and then I like I was about to start clicking, and then I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do this because I know it's only forty five bucks for the pair. But next year, like I know the O rings are coming out, and then this McFarland nonsense that just got announced. And I've got it in the back of my mind, like if that hiss tank ever goes down, I'm gonna have to grab that, or maybe someone will put the the Cobra Commander up for sale at a at a reasonable price. Right now, they're asking 200 Canadian just for the freaking Cobra. For a Commander. dolly, for a dolly. Yeah, I'm just like, if that ever, like, if you know, if I just like, I can't right now, and it's it's Christmas, and I gotta spend on other people, so I just I stop myself. But I do have that gift certificate. Like the prepaid Visa card sitting there, and it's like, oh. Save it for rainy day. You should have. You should have asked for a Cobra Commander for Christmas. There's just so much stuff like that's coming out on the horizon. What do you think? We're kind of circling the drain. Christmas. Yeah. What are you getting? Uh. Well, I know that I'm getting a like an actual computer chair because. Ooh. I've been using like Christmas or Christmas. I've been using. Uh, um, what do you call it? Kitchen chairs for my desk at home. I didn't plan to be working here this long. Like I thought they'd make me go back to it's the office good, by now. So it looks like I'm going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. So I got a nice new uh, computer chair, uh, like a like a desk chair, like an office chair. That's great. Is the uh, is the boy going to use that for some of his gaming too, or does he already have a, a gaming chair? He uses a couch. Hell yeah, he knows what's up. Sitting is for suckers. Laying down and rules. That's good. That's good. Have you been noticing? Like, has it been killing your back, or yeah. uh, just a good old kitchen chair? No, I. Uh, there's there's been problems. Sure, so, sure. Uh, Hopefully, no hemorrhoids. But that's good. It's a, no, it's a no, solid not investment. That. Not that. Um, not yet. I'm a, I'm not a, a doctor or anything, but I'm probably about seventy five percent sure that I've got some sort of form of sciatica. So. Okay. Have you guys ever um, effed with the old inflatable ball? I know that. I remember back when I used to have an office job. It was the inflatable ball, and then obviously now it's the standing desks. But a lot of people now are just like, I don't want to stand at a desk. I'm not an animal. Did you guys ever run with that? I can't. Like, I have a standing desk at my job, and when I raise the desk, it's still too short. So I have to lean down to type on my keyboard and look at my monitors. Oh, God. So it's Which like, what's the point? Defeats the purpose. Defeats yeah, the purpose, I'm exactly. So, so I'm just like, you know what? I'll just sit. But I did find they finally did get me a new chair. It's a nice chair. But it could be nicer. <laughs> Especially, I'll call them up because my tax dollars are paying for that chair. You deserve the best. Yeah, I'll tell I'll you, know, you, you know, you, you know, basically, I'm paying myself. Chair. You realize that, right? Because I pay taxes too. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, I pay. I pay. I've paid a little piece of that. I'm going to call them up and tell them to get you a nice new one. Yeah. No donuts, though. I'm on your side here. Like I don't understand why you're. <laughs> let's let's put it this way. It took me it took me two years to get a get a new chair, and you know how I got it? A person retired, so I walked over to his desk and I took it. Yeah. He just he literally just walked out. It was his last day. As soon as he left, he left at noon. I walked over and swapped my chair, and everyone's like, 
it's probably still warm. I'm like, good. Good. That's, like, like, good. that's such a classic. Uh, we used to do that I, all the time at, at Blackberry. Like somebody would leave and you'd go and they'd either have like a like a nice computer stand or they'd have something that you didn't have and you'd just like vultures, they would just converge on the desk and just take stuff. Oh well the, here's a funny story. So when I first got hired there, when I sat at my desk, I had an stool. old like one, I didn't have I they didn't have a chair for me, so I was sitting like I was like just using the standing desk and then they got me a chair <laughs> and then my computer monitors i only had one and then they're like well you need more monitors and the monitors they got me were the old square ones oh, it was nice. like an lcd square they weren't widescreen i had three no space of them. no sp- like just barely any room anyway you're like Neo yeah, that, was, the Matrix. That, was, that was my like three uh that was my first three years or well it's like did you steal did Another you steal a left. gel wrist support for the for the keyboard? I stole no, one. no. What I what I did was I stole three monitors. Buddy who uh, was sitting next to me, he left. He left. He's like, I, I'm leaving. I, he he uh, went on to a different position. And when he left, I looked. I looked over, and I'm like, oh man, he's got three widescreen monitors. Now, mind you, they're only 20 inch monitors, but I'm like, they're flatter. They're nicer. These things are horrible. So I was like. Everybody like I and I was working like night shift at that point. So at night when I came in, <laughs> I just grabbed them and Perfect I, I swapped them over. And then my boss came in that morning and he's just like, "Did you take Did you take Roy's monitors off his desk?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I did." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. He's just like, "No, man, yeah, that's fine. Better you have them than you know a, a someone else." I'm like, "Yeah, I've been here. I've earned them. Damn it." What is it? It's better to uh, apologize than ask, or ask for forgiveness oh, and ask permission. It's, it's oh, yeah. yeah, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than ask permission. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, Turbo isn't sorry. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> I need monitors. I'm never, I'm never sorry for anything I do. Just like, yep, I did that. And then they ask why, yeah, and, then I give them the, and then I give them the reason. They're just like, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Damn yeah, I, it! I don't do things impulsively. Like, there's a reason behind it. Well, exactly. Um, so I've been playing some video games. I don't know if anyone else has been partaking in the uh, the vid the video games. Uh, Good man. I've been playing, I've been playing some uh, Sea of you Stars. Play video games? No. Yeah. <laughs> this, guy, do, this, this guy. This guy. That's weird. Well, what speak. goes with weed, comic books, and video games? Yeah. Pretty much. Good. Uh, well, Sea of Stars always... is. As you always told us when you were younger, and we used to go over for law at uh, at eleven, and you had just worked your third job that day, uh, you you would always tell us that you'll sleep when you're dead. Pretty much, yeah. Still, still kind yeah. of my motto. Yeah. I want to try to have my life as much as much fun and packed in there. So it's like, well, what's sleep? Sleep's not fun. Turns out he's a Highlander. Yeah. Sleep, Who would have thought? I'm a Viking. <laughs> That's it. But no, good job. Uh, see you stars. That's like an uh, uh, an upgraded uh, RPG, like the kind we used to play when we were kids. Well, yeah, well essentially, yeah, it's turn-based RPG. Uh, kind of, it's it's kind of a it's an old trope of a story, you know. Sure. Group of group we of friends. Tropes. Yeah, 
group of friends gets together, something bad happens, they think they can solve it because they have a history or they're they're the badasses of the group or whatever. I can't remember the whole story, but uh, essentially you're just you're just these two characters. You're you're trying to you know uh, fulfill a prophecy based on the always a brought up in this religion sort of thing. Um, Same, but the the gameplay is interesting because uh, when you attack, your attack actually bounces back to you, so you can kind of you can kind of time it and hit get like multiple attacks. So it's kind of oh, like a cool. little mini game in a game, which is kind of interesting. Um, so anytime you use a spell, like it's usually a projectile, you shoot it, it bounces back, and then you time it, you hit it again. And the more the more times you hit, the more damage you do, or you get buffs, or you can, you know, it, it, it enhances the what loot they drop, that sort of thing. So I'm just like, it, it's kind of interesting to play. So I've been playing that. Uh, of course, I've been playing the uh, the Mortal Kombat one. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but after the podcast, that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm going to go downstairs. Uh, I'm just doing the update there now. I got the, the Quan Chi just launched, and the gameplay looks fucking ridiculously <laughs> crazy. The Quan Chi. Quan Chi. You know, Uncle Fester. <laughs> what is the Quan Chi? You know, you know who it is. The evil oh, sorcerer. Oh, right, okay. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, old Quan Chi. Uh, he got released today, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... You know, go. I'm gonna play his tower, get his ending, and that sort of thing. Probably go through. That'll only take me like twenty or thirty minutes, but I want to give it a shot. Play it. Play the character. I paid for it. Might as well. Might as well use it, right? You still don't have a physical copy of the game, though, do you? No, it's digital. Okay. I didn't buy physical. Right. I, well, with those type of games, I don't. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of kicking myself. I should have, because as we all know, there's that whole Sony fiasco where. You purchased movies through their the Sony app, but now they lost the rights, and you have they had to delete it off your your library, even though you paid yeah. for it. Doesn't matter. They took it from you. They took it from you. It was, it was never yours. It was never yours. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, see the stars. This is a question for both of you guys. Just for we we definitely played a lot of role playing games, you know, from the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, regular NES, uh, Dragon Warrior, and then you know some PlayStation action. Is see the stars turn based or just you know start wailing on guys like Zelda? No, no, nothing like Zelda. It is a turn based. It's a JRPG. If you want to okay. you know, compare it to something. Great. Um, this is a question. We'll go turbo first. What do you prefer? Do you prefer turn-based or do you prefer the action? Like depends Zelda. Depends on the game. Like Zelda's okay. Like I'll I can play Zelda if I if I have to. Like that type that type <laughs> of style, hack and slash is fine. It's okay, just more of the most popular games in history. I could play if I have to. No, but like you know what I mean. Like the original Zelda wasn't really like I mean it was hack and slash, but it was like a top down and like yeah. you know Link to the Past, which I still think is the best fucking Zelda game. I don't care what anyone oh, says. Yeah, it's it's Link to the Past. Everyone's like, oh, it's you know Tears of the Kingdom. That's this no, new stuff, Link and I'm like, past. no, it's Link to the Past. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> we're um, old. Exactly. It's what I do. Yeah. Um, yes, we're old. But. You know, I, I enjoy I enjoy those type of style games, but I enjoy turn based. Turn base is the that's where it started because I played Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy one on the NES. Like that was the that was the game that started it all for the RPG style. So when it everything kind of went to like that, I mean, if you played Chrono Trigger or if you played like uh, Secret of Mana, everything kind of went to this. Now you're running around kind of like in Zelda, 
but like there's actually active there's active battling to get like advantage but then it goes into turn base so there's kind of like a hybrid style which i enjoyed yeah which was okay yeah but as, as if far you as, can like, see no, a bad guy if you see like oh i don't know what that thing is i am steering clear of that son of a bitch i don't know what that is yeah and then you just go beat up some tiny little guys well, yeah, you level up. You do it right. Like, yeah. you don't try to beat the big <laughs> things. Like, you know, like, man, you had to grind in those games. Like, Final Fantasy 1, Final Fantasy 2, 3, and then 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10x2. But then once it went to this new style where you actually are running around and hacking and slashing, but there's also you you pause the game mid-thing to do, like, spells and stuff. It's weird to me. It feels clunky. I don't enjoy it. What about you, Al? The uh, the, the classic turn-based, or more? You've had the best of both worlds. You've uh, you're a Renaissance man. You enjoy the Zeldas, and obviously, like even Fallout's aspects of like kind of turn-based as far as for the Vats and Dragon uh, Warrior. Not, I mean, it is, but it isn't. Um, I didn't really get into the well. The I mean, Dragon Warrior is a pure turn-base. Yeah. So I enjoyed those. Um, it's do you enjoy grinding? Yeah, but it's it's funny. Like I, I like both aspects. Like I really I enjoy uh, Fallout as well, where it's kind of a more real time. Like you know, there's no turn based. You fight as quickly as you can. Um, a game that really had the two of them, the the two concepts combined, were the Knights of the Old Republic games because technically it was supposed to be turn base but you could you could get around that so cool if you were if you were in a fight with somebody and then you shot at them or whatever and then you have to wait their turn what you do is you disengage the fight as soon as your turn is over and then you can like it becomes more of a real time like it's not cheating it's just you're bypassing the turn based engine of it that's interesting what did you figure that out like i, I picked those up i think thrifting like a year or so ago i still haven't cracked them open those are fun games um i mean yeah. they're very they, the graphics are very dated but it, the, <clears throat> the first one especially has a really cool story to it but um nice yeah it's uh i i you know i definitely recommend them um i don't know there's there's merits to both i i don't really have a preference i guess it seems like, and I could be wrong, that uh, a lot of the throwback games, they're kind of tweaking it. Um, I've been playing Chained, uh, that sounds dirty, Chained Echoes, and that's a, a turn-based. But what they do instead is if you just attack, you've got to, you have to defend, and this, I know this sounds so nerdy, but you can't, when we grew up, when we were kids, we were just clicking on the attack button and not paying attention or clicking on the attack button you know attack button while we're putting in a cd in a five disc carousel but uh for for this game you can't just attack 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 because i guess you overheat so you have to try and the strategy or the tweak is you got to balance it out for like okay this is time you have to you have to defend so the the fights take longer but there's uh, they're more stressful how about that i'll say that instead of just like kind of zoning out and just pressing the a button a million times to like punch 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 you actually have to pay attention to what you're doing and uh it's been fun it's been stressful <laughs> so but uh, i get my butt kicked and then i want to go grind so just put on some tunes and then and then just go grind and beat up uh, hapless little little guys and become stronger and meaner so that's basically what uh 
MK1 Invasions is for me. It's just grinding. You just go through and try to find all the chests and go through the, uh, you know, the story of, of the season type thing. But man, like playing online has been fun. Like I'm like, I find that even though I, I'm not a finesse player where I can play tons of, uh, you know, I can't do the 20, 30 hit combos that do 60, 70, you know, 50% jam- damage, that sort of thing. But they do give me some nice, you know, one, two, three strings that I can link together with by using a cameo where I'm, you know, I feel like I'm doing some swaggy combos. I'm not really, but I am. Uh, but I'm doing some combos, so I'm enjoying it. And like, I've made a few people quit, and it's kind of nice to make them do the old <laughs> quitality. Like, they don't like losing, and I, I quite enjoy watching it. Like, listening to we're very used to it, so it's no big deal. Well, exactly. Like I, I, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not a great player. Uh, but like when I'm playing online and I do get a few wins, and some of them are hard fought. Like I'm, you know, the guys are almost washing me, and then I'll do comebacks, which is kind of interesting. You're sweating because I hose. find there's some uh, like the, yeah, I love making someone rage quit over like just beating them. I enjoy like a good tough game. Sometimes I'm kind of more thinking about hockey than anything else, but. Uh, for sure. When when someone rage quits, like you score like four goals in the first period, and then they just they quit out of nowhere. You know that they've like probably thrown the controller, or they've like they're angry. And then sometimes you'll get the message later, like that time that I came back and a guy he was beating me like five nothing after the first period, and I almost rage quit it. And I'm just like, you know what? I can beat this guy because he's not really that good. He's just getting lucky. And then, sure enough, I came back and I beat him. And, man, he was pissed. Like, the messages he would leave me, and he left me voice messages. And he was like, oh, my God. His voice hacking and everything. He's probably, like, 15 or something like that. And he's just yelling at me and everything else. And I'd send him, a, like, a – he'd he'd – yeah, I know. He'd send me this long – or, like, you know, go on a long rant with his voice. And then I'd just send him, like, a five-letter text or a five-word text message and be like – take the L or you lost or something like that. And it would just piss him off even more. And his messages were getting increasingly like, Oh, he was so upset. He was near crying near the end of it. And it just, it, it made me feel great. I loved it. Yeah. Like I enjoy hearing them on the microphone. I'm not going to lie. I, I quite enjoy, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't mute them and I don't, I don't engage. I, I have my mic muted, but then what oh, I do, part of the entertainment, man, no, but here's the thing, though. I like I don't talk all match, but then when I win, I usually just come on and go, "Hey, man, good game," and then just <laughs> off. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's insane. Like I've been called everything, oh. like everything. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, that's not nice. Like I, sometimes that's what I'll message back. Like I'll say it, and I'm like, that's not very nice. And then I just or come off your, and like, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Or yeah, no, just, I don't oh. do anything stupid like that. I just more like. Just like I just like that's not a nice thing to say, or, hmm. yeah. or I just go, or I just, or I usually just him on the mic. I'm like, yeah, you're right, and then I just come off the mic. Like it's just hilarious, but like I love watching I was... it because like the thing about Mortal Kombat is, is it announces it. Like you, when you make a person quit, the person explodes into a, a meaty ball of flesh and bone. And then it says quitality and you know, they quit. It's just like, the, you're just like, yeah. But like, I, like I like I was saying, I'm not a, I'm not a great player, but 
I what I find when you when you're playing the game and you've played enough fighting games like myself for the past 40 years um you kind of you kind of know when people are just they only know those combos and that's it they don't know how to react to another situation like they've condi- like the the people that they've played online don't know how to deal with that situation so like i'll admit like i get washed a few like i'll get washed first round and then i kind of go oh he only knows how to do that so if i can learn how to block that he doesn't know You're how fine. to react to that and if like and the the thing about the the type of game Mortal Kombat is is is, is you get hit once you're you can lose fifty percent of your health just based on the way the cameos work. You can leave, so, get a sandwich, come back. They're still punching you. Exactly. Well, it's like Killer Instinct almost. It reminds yeah. me of the old Killer Instinct uh, Ultra combos. So that's that's kind of where it's at. So it's I enjoy it, but. Man, like, there's nothing, nothing better than when you know that they can only do those three strings, and if they, if you block it, they don't know how to like poke their way out or you know use a cameo to escape. Or my favorite thing is, is a lot of the a lot of these players that play, they don't know how to break a combo, like they don't use their breaker because they've never been hit like that many times, and you're just kind of like, man, if you have like, you have your breaker. I'm hitting you with like 12 hits. You uh, you could have broke like and hit number two. You're eating this damage for no reason. Okay. <laughs> but then a lot of them like to try to save it for the fatal blow if they're if they pay, if they're panicking. And the best thing about Mortal Kombat is the fatal blows aren't guaranteed anymore. They have no armor. Some pe some pe I should I shouldn't say that. Some pre- some people's uh, fatal blows have armor where you know they they'll t- they'll eat a hit but they can hit you. A lot of them, though, don't. Or a lot of them have a really long startup, and you're just kind of like, when do I do this? Oh, I have to use this in the middle of a combo. Like, you have to use it for a combo. So it's kind of interesting. The meta has changed a little with that, so it's kind of nice. Somebody's got some really bad static feedback. Oh, I'll take a look. I, I'm going to guess it's you, because when you talk, it stops. Bringing down the quality oh. of this fine production. Yeah, when he Rocky mutes, it's when he mutes, it goes away. I'm not sure. Do you got an air conditioner or something running? A heater? An air conditioner. Yeah, well, it's, it's hot I here. Said it was balmy there. It is balmy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, are you in the hull of a ship? Like, what's happening? I, I think it's a microphone slash with a majestic beard. No, it sounds like a hum. It's weird, but anyway, it's not a big deal. I can try to edit it out all good um but yeah so that's what i enjoy about mortal kombat now i've like i said i've been playing it for a while but man i I like the fact what makes me go back is they always add new characters so it's kind of neat that way are you confident with the deterrent as far as for keeping people from quitting like do they penalize i'm sure they penalize people when you play a hockey game too like do you lose a lot of like points when you quit yeah, well, you don't uh, I, get any. You don't get any. Yeah, anything. they. I mean, you you get. Yeah, they. They. Um, they counted as. I don't know what they do anymore because I haven't played the last two. But the ones before that, they counted as a shutout. So, like, if it was four three, and for some stupid reason you decided to quit, like there's you know ten seconds left or something, and you're like. I just don't want to give them the satisfaction of actually like winning it, but little do you know, I love it more when you quit. 
um, it'll go down as a shutout. So it, it would record me as winning for nothing and it would, wouldn't give you any goals. So yeah, it could hurt your, your standings. Nice. I've been finding with uh, battle royales, your teammates quit. And I'm like, guys, we could just, with the, the slightest bit of uh, trouble, just everyone quits. And you're like, that's not a team. That's not. A- it's crazy. Like some of these, like I don't know how many hockey games I got into, and I would like if you scored in the first minute, they would quit. And it's like, why would you? do this like, have you watched hockey this can this can go a few goals this can... yeah like i've scored in the first minute okay but you know there's another like 59 minutes to play like not real time minutes but you know what i'm saying like there's lots of time left like i'd rather someone score that early because then you get a chance to get it back and i mean i could see quitting at like you know four or five nothing after the first period i, I understand but like one nothing and then then you're gone it's just weird it's well that's that's the way that's the culture now is everyone just kind of you know just stops uh they give up after any type of adversity man like i do it sometimes in a game where like uh, if i'm in a in a level and i've like just been getting hammered like 10 to like i've tried to beat the level 10 or 15 times i'm like i need to step away from this because i'm just doing the same yep. thing i'm not coming at it fresh I'm trying to, I'm t- just doing the same thing I've been doing and I'm thinking I'm going to get a different, I'm going to get a different outcome. So I usually have to walk away. Now, when I walk away from it and come back, then I usually beat it in like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes because you know, you're just, you're on tilt as they say, you're just like, motherfucking fuck, fuck, fuck. You're just not thinking. I, yeah. And you're just angry. I, I completely agree. I was playing Fallout 76 the other night. It was funny because not a lot of people really use their, uh, their microphones during it but um i was playing and there was a guy that was obviously using his mic and we were in this it's called a community events so it's like these events take place it's kind of designed to get a bunch like to get the human players together to work toward a specific goal like you have to defeat a boss or you have to you have to complete some sort of quest together and they're usually about 10 to 15 minutes long and the rewards increase the more people you like the more people that are actually involved and uh i got involved in one and there was this guy using his mic and all he did the whole time was complain about how the other players were playing and the funny thing was is we were like killing it like it wasn't like we were being beaten or anything like that um the guy just was in the wrong place because there's the way that this specific quest worked is there's kind of like this barn and all the enemies that come through would go into this barn because they're trying to destroy. There's a, there's a thing in the barn that they're trying to destroy. So what you do, there's a, I've learned having played this quest a few times, there's a great spot you can stand in and all you do is you just fire into the barn and usually you can, you know, destroy the enemies and not really get hit too much. But this guy, for some reason, went into the barn. And of course, it got overrun by a bunch of uh, like a bunch of mobs. And everyone so everyone just chucked grenades in there. And this guy got blown to smithereens. He's like, you assholes, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I didn't have my microphone or anything. But I'd be like, just don't stand there. Like, get out. Like, you see other people where they are. Like, don't be dumb. 
but all he did the whole time was he's like this guy's not doing this right and he would say it into the mic and it's like who are you talking to like none of us care their mother i guess <laughs> but he'd be like look at this guy look at this guy blah, 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 yeah and it's like yeah, you may have been uh, like, maybe a pro streamer I could be. Well, if he's a pro streamer, he sucked at the game. You're playing with Doctor Disrespect. I just don't like. I don't get the enjoyment out of that. Like, I I've gotten angry at video games, and I've gotten angry when I've played. Other <laughs> he games. has, folks. Has he ever? I I get it, but <laughs> anger. Like, something like that. I don't know. Rage. <laughs> do, do you still I, rage <laughs> do you still rage quit you do don't you who me yeah i don't play the hockey game anymore because i have accepted the fact that i don't have the time to put in it put into it that these like 15 and 16 year olds do and i don't have the time to to try to find all the exploits and everything else and so oh, yeah. i just I don't enjoy it anymore, so I haven't gotten the last two. So the only real like multiplayer game that I've played in the last little while is Fallout, and I no, I've never gotten mad at it once. That's good. <laughs> no one's griefed you. Hopefully, no one's griefing you lately. It's uh, it's ran its course though. Like I kind of I beat all the uh, until they come out with a new update or something, but. I've beaten all the, uh, the the quests that are in the game, and I've, I'm at level like 156, something like that. It's, it's kind of gotten really repetitive, so I haven't really. It's yeah, it's kind of random. That's like folks who play Destiny. Um, what else? Yeah, they always have to like bring you back with some sort of hook. I'm sure they'll come well, out with a new patch or something to, to freshen it up. They just came out with a, a an Atlantic City patch. Where apparently you can go to Atlantic City and get herpes. Stuff, so yeah, gonna, <laughs> exactly. So, yep. Uh, get, get some nuka herpes. Yep. Nice. Good. Um, I saw you've got to beat Sea of Stars. I've got to beat that game before I leave Game Pass. Otherwise, I'm going to buy it. Yes. Any other gaming on the on the plan for the weekend, or are you just going to be productive and set up your office? Um, I don't know, man. My office is my office. Like my office is a mess right now. I'm not gonna lie. I got comics everywhere. I got figures standing around that I should have up on the shelf because they fell. And I was just like, no, nah, I'll just leave them on my desk for now. And I got a predator I haven't put back up yet. I got my Skeletor and my Skelegod. I was messing with them, pulling heads off and and hands off and trying to mod some figures. So yeah, it's been a uh, it's. My my room is a a little bit of a chaos right now, but yeah, work I think in progress, weekend, like all of us. Well, I mean, I hey man, like it's just it's just I got stuff laying around. I got to just put my head down and do it. I mean, in all honesty, twenty minutes is all it would take, but I'm just lazy. <laughs> That's fine. Well, it's just I'm here and I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna I'm figuring like I'm trying to it's figure fine. out where I'm. Well, I'm just trying to move stuff around to make more room for more stuff. So. It's just, <laughs> just i'm just like looking around going okay if i move if i think i'm taking down my motu figures sure i think i think i'm gonna crack them all open oh wow 
going to rip them all open. How does that make you feel, algorithm? It's your your funeral. I was just... uh, (laughs) It's your funeral. (laughs) It's my funeral. Yeah. DOA. Worthless. I hope you're at least going to save the cards. Nope. Going to burn them. Oh, that's just nice. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I, I'm going to move them. I think, I don't know if I'm going to open them. I think I'm going to move don't open them. them. Don't open going to move them. I think I'm going to try They belong to... in a museum. No, they're not in that good a condition. But, Most uh, of them were bought in the wild and some kid with their jammy hands was uh, dropped. Oh yeah. Them, like, so it's fair. I wish like there's, I got a few good cards. Like my beast man's a good card. Uh, you sent me that. Uh, the Horde Troopers cards—they uh, were a little rough, but there's one I have. Uh, there's one good where I'm going to hang it, and then I'm going to open the other one, and I'll mess around with it and maybe paint it up or something. And then, yeah, like Mad I'm thinking, man. I'm going to move. I think I'm going to move the figures up over the the door. I'm going to hang a few over the door, so it'll free up some space along that wall. To hang some more probably Motu figures if I find any, which would be kind of neat. And then, yeah, like I've been moving the Transformers around trying to. Ultra Magnus is a big motherfucker, and he takes he takes up a lot of room. And I'm just like now, like now I'm thinking about like the Transformer line, and I'm like, a lot of these fuckers are big, and I don't have a lot of room. So I'm like, how expensive? Yeah, I know they get bigger uh, too. They well, that's the thing is like I can put I can buy a set where they all f- they all form a bigger robot. So like, that's the problem. It's that's the problem with these fucking toys. Um, but yeah, so I got to figure out a way to display uh, display uh, as many as my transformers as possible, but with the least space. So I'm like, am I going to have to turn some of these guys into fucking vehicles so I could put more on the shelf? And survey says, yeah, probably going to have to do it, which is which is kind of sucky because I like them all in the robot forms. But I don't know. Maybe maybe McFarlane, when he makes trans- his Transformer line, they don't transform. They're just really cool sculpts of what's going on. That's what I'm thinking. They probably will be. They'll be a lot cheaper if they don't have to turn into actual like robots and trucks and tanks. So, yeah, they'll be a lot cheaper that way. But knowing Todd, this is what he'll do. So just so there'll be he'll have his line that doesn't transform, and then he'll have his goddamn deluxe line, where it has all the the bells and whistles and doodads, and it'll be another thirty five dollars on top of the regular price. And I'm like, oh no, there'll be like yep. mega fig price. It's gonna be seventy five bucks a figure. God damn you, Todd. God damn you. Well, both of you guys are in that boat as far as for nostalgia being mined. And then there's like lower tier. There's just tiers as far as for collectability. So there's no, nothing is safe. None of your none of your memories, none of your childhood memories are off the table. Dude, there's this company that's redoing sectars. Yeah, they've got they're trying to get licenses for other stuff. So it's uh, the people who the, did the, uh, the. Are you in the middle of a crime scene? Of an always, crime baby. Scene? Yeah, active crime scene, yeah. I'm killing it. <laughs> you you don't hear sirens every... No. 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 Now we hear oh, nothing because yeah. he's gone. Oh, no, he's back. I'll tell you one figure I do have to try to get is a WWE CM Punk. Oh, cool. A newer one That's or like an older one? 
No, like a newer one, like with the. I'm digging that Hell Froze Over shirt. I love it. I will have to take a look at that. He's been the to, to listeners. He's been the one thing that made you uh, turn WWE on. Yep. He's. Uh, but I've learned my lesson. I don't. I no longer watch the entire shows. I. Uh, I just wait for the uh, for the highlights, and then I'll watch his segments. And uh, yeah, he had a, a great one with um, with uh, Rollins, Seth Rollins, there last week, or I guess the first of this week. It was one of the better promos I've seen in a long time. And uh, you can tell the two hate each other, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good feud. It ha- it's very very Shawn Michaels Bret Hart vibe. Nice. Today I learned that uh, Shawn Michaels' autograph, he always includes a penis. <laughs> yeah, I learned that today, too. That's weird. I was today years old. Why, why, why were you guys trying to find out about Mike, Michaels' autograph? What, what, what made you go down that uh, rabbit hole? It was, a, it was a random post that said, I'm today years old when I found out that Shawn Michaels draws a penis in his autograph. It was, uh, for me, it was when someone reiterated that he, a fan that he'd never met, had uh, given him $2.5 million in their will, a female fan. So he's a millionaire because of a fan. And uh, I just looked up Shawn Michaels' autograph, and yeah, there's uh, penises all the time. You know what? So that's a weird zeitgeist. Here's, Here's an interesting thing. Did you read into that? I saw that post as well. Now that you mention it, I, I'm pretty sure that's how I found out too. But um, the rumor goes is that, no, it wasn't a fan. That was just a story planted. It was actually oh, a man that gave him a balloon payment because Michaels was threatening to leave wrestling. Remember when he lost his smile? A smile cost $2.5 million. He was going to leave wrestling altogether. He was just going to quit because he was, he was done with it. I don't know if he took one of his little hissy fits. I don't know what happened, but he was going to leave wrestling and basically that makes more sense. Two point, yeah, I'll give you two point five million dollars if you come back. Okay. God, we lived in the craziest wrestling era. I want someone to give me two point five million dollars to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you have to do is become the greatest in-ring performer of all time in the WWF, and you can do it. Yeah, I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> that's right folks that's all that's he's got to come back cut to like a montage of like kettlebells <laughs> and uh tybo tapes that's all that's stopping him is his age yeah that's, uh, yeah what what kind of curls do i do uh two gram curls yes <laughs> you just be unsafe you could just be it's a shoot brother yeah you call you shooter mcbrother Shooter with brother. Macho. That's it. The most unsafe wrestler ever. Uh, somebody, but... um, a buddy of mine sent me a video of uh, Michaels at a house show the other day. I caught him talking to a fan. The, apparently the fan yelled out, how tall are you? Like five, nine. And he yells back at him and he says, I'm 10 feet tall when I stand on my wallet, motherfucker. Now suck it. Yeah. yeah, classic Michaels. Classic yeah. Michaels. So good, so good. My goodness, I'm surprised. Um, so, a CM Punk figure, 
down the road. There's absolutely going to be one. Um, you do have a few Michaels, more than you have a few Michaels figures from the classics line. Um, any temptation for a new a new Michaels? Yeah. No, there hasn't. I, I mean, I'm always kind of after that DX one, but I'm not paying the prices that people are asking. So you could always get an old Michaels when he was bald, and the DX. There's a DX version of that where he has no hair. Well, I just won't be. I just won't be getting that one at all. Apparently, if you can get your hands on it, it's going to be worth some money. I mean, it's gonna. I have the, the the two ones that I have. Aside from the the DX one that I'd pick up if I had the opportunity, I've got the two dudes with attitude, and I've got like the pure like douchebag Michaels when he was the Intercontinental Champ. So, PD, pure douche. I'm, I'm uh, no, for sure. Um, you actually wrestling figures was also in your wheelhouse for a little while, Turbo, and then you took a break on that. Do you think you're safe, or are there any temptations? It's just accessibility for you. If if here's the thing, if I see a cheap figure, I'll pick it up. Like especially if it's a Lucy, I'm not a I'm not a like a mint on card collector, thank God, and not a completionist. If I find if if there's a figure that I enjoy that's on sale, I'll pick it up. Like. There's a few figures at Toys R Us that I'm kind of keeping my eye on. There's a couple uh, Undertaker figures that are there that are interesting. Greg the Hammer uh, Valentine? Uh, no, I'm not getting the Rhythm and Blues Greg the Hammer Valentine. Fuck There's Greg the Hammer way. Valentine. If I, so help me God, if you send me a Greg the Hammer Valentine, I Autograph. will lose the my crossover. shit. Did you see the crossover double pack of uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine and Huffer? That's a it's Toys great. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Tougher rides hammer. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Team Extreme. Listen, uh, is just a, he's just a weird transformer when you look at him. And I just don't yeah. like the way he looks. Nice guy. And that's, that's sure. That's, you know, that's, 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 that's not a good thing. But like, he's just a really weird looking transformer. And his voice bothers me. And he thinks he's a tough guy. And he's not. So that's why I hate. We Huffer. got a tough guy here. He's a All tough right, guy. You're not, you're not tough, Huffer. The therapy session. That's good. Okay, I'm so CM Punk, a, excellent. I am still after a Mr. Perfect Elite figure, but I don't see those. Oh, anymore. nice. It's tough. You're gonna have to go the online route. So. Yeah, and I'm not paying sixty dollars for it. So. <laughs> Uh, Turbo, who's worse, wrestling fans or Transformers fans as far as we're collectors? Who's out there? The thing about the Transformers fan, like the, the community, they're great. Just don't don't misspeak about a figure because they oh, okay. fucking they're just like if you don't if like they are they'll 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 get you. Like they'll they'll go after you like hard. If, uh, especially if like you say oh i got this guy for this price and there's no way you got it for that price it's like well, <laughs> yeah i did Adult collectors but, are weird yeah yeah it's just so it's like you there's no way you got that for 50 dollars. i'm like well i did but okay uh it's just weird to see the the way the community reacts but i mean in all honesty if you if you ask a question because you don't know they're great they'll they'll inform you which is awesome so I just try not to say anything. I just usually ask questions because it's just easier. Um, I am really looking at those uh, reactivate figures, the Optimus Prime and Soundwave. 
And then there's a Bumblebee and Starscream. It's a two-pack. There's two two-packs. And I don't you're in the know. danger zone. You're in the danger zone. I am in the danger zone because it's a video game and it's Transformers mm-hmm. and it's four characters I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. That's sad. But yes, I've been looking at those. Those are kind of, you know, catching my eye, but they are very expensive. They're like $135 for two, two, ver- like it's a different version, different take. And the scale is a little off to me. Like they wouldn't really fit in anywhere on my shelf. So I'm kind of like a new shelf, a new yeah, shelf. Yeah, that's just for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't have the room. No. <laughs> I uh, no no per- actually there was one purchase this week but I did this is something we mentioned uh, offline last week and it's, it's Transformers related I uh, I picked up some Junkions over the years thinking yes. that uh, if I could find them loose I'll just buy them loose and then just sell the uh, the boxed ones for cost and just make up the difference but yeah Transformers fans don't sell their stuff usually unless they're just like you know, in some sort of financial calamity, they just hang on to them, and then like, oh, the only reason that they're they do sell them is something's come up. So, I decided to open up my junkions. So we've got uh, Rekgar and I am terrible. Who is the other guy? Scrap heap. Uh, scrap. Heap? Yes, scrap heap. So they're good. I'm glad. No, no remorse. But who's riding who? You know, uh for the uninitiated they are transformers alien robots who turn into motorcycles usually so no one's riding each other yet but uh, i figure i'll switch it up every other week just out of consideration just so they don't get tired of it transform back and forth you're going to get to be a robot for two weeks now you get to be a robot for two weeks yeah 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 you're on top yeah yeah that's cool you're on the bottom it's only fair But no, they're 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 good. They're, I would have liked to have you know just bought them loose and saved a few bucks. But considering how much you know Transformers are and uh, they're marketed towards adults, which are us, even though we don't feel like them, it's uh, it's hitting all the uh, all the buttons. They have like a Mad Max theme. They uh, their language and culture is based on television, and they love junk. So, kind of kind of sounds like us. Kind of, kind of triggering, but uh, it's a niche, so I'm glad it's not a, it's not as the algorithm would say, a, a wide net. It's a very tiny little niche of weird guys, and I think there's only going to be one more in 2024, and that's it, and then I'm done. So, but I know they good. Your Grimlock Dinobots. Yeah, that'll be my project over the next few months or so. Keep an eye out. So we're getting there. Yeah, I have not picked them up. You know what? Considering what we saw this on sale this today for nine dollars, maybe I'll just wait a year and uh, roll the dice in case the dreadnoks are nine dollars next year. Or so the dreadnoks seem to because they're so popular. That doesn't yeah. seem to happen with them. Like the twenty fifth anniversary dreadnoks are worth like double what the other ones seem to be worth. It's so weird looking back now of like what's a hit and what's a miss because yeah some stuff is still like a hundred bucks now after a year later some just right to the discount store it's a gamble man it's like when you sent me... no go ahead I said when you sent me that photo of those uh, Masterverse figures for three ninety nine like there's yeah, everything I want there there was a, a sorceress a shadow, shadow weaver, weaver a battle battle armor Skeletor and a Hordak, and I'm like, that's like four figures, that's like 21 bucks, like, 
I just they're like fifty I want each. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's something I uh, that Al's so mentioned sad. in the past. It's just distribution problems. Al's brought that up many, many of the time. It's just one place will have a million things, other place won't get anything for years. So, I think that That's will probably resolve with McFarland. I'm not paying $30, $40 for an Origins figure, and that's pretty much what the average Origin figure goes for now. You're looking at at least $30 for any sort of Origins figure, because everybody knows there's distribution problems. Competing it's against grown men will get in their car and drive to seven Walmarts in one day. I had to laugh the other day because I saw a uh, Lords of Power Merman, and somebody paid like $40 online for it. Like, Hell yeah! Like three or four months ago, we were swimming in them here. Like they were all over the place. But it's just in other places they don't have them. Yeah, that's why I buy them up cheap for somebody else. Get them for two cents, and I just throw them in a box. So somebody get them. And then you send uh, them one... to me. <laughs> hey, you're gonna open awesome. them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. They appreciate in value. Beat the long gray weight. Yo, hey man, I'm I'm digging the fact that I got finally got my Bray Wyatt on my wall, man. My my Motu Bray Wyatt, yes. man. That, that <laughs> finally, good. I'm so and, sorry. I'm so sorry. And and the Jake the Snake, man. Ah, man, that's dope. It's one of the Snake Men. Yeah. Who do you think is getting in the the Hall WWE Hall of Fame this year? Obviously, it's always, it's usually someone. In memoriam, but um, even who's left? Like from, who knows? The biggest, the biggest site, uh, oversight. I think um, uh, Turbo and I were talking about the Hall of Fame. I don't know. It was probably about four or five Year? months ago. We're kind of talking about the biggest slights, and like, I don't understand what demolition ever did to Vince McMahon. Like, why are they not in the Hall of Fame? They've, they're literally like probably top three tag teams in WWF history. Uh, I think they held, I think before the New Day beat the record, I think they were the longest tenured combined title reign tag team of all time. I, I don't understand. And they were over. Like, they were always over. They were never one of those teams that no one didn't care about. How are they not in the Hall of Fame? I don't understand. Well, and what, what to end, and I don't believe they ever didn't do business. They did the job when they were told to do it. Like they never held, they didn't hold Vinnie Mac up for money. Even if and they did, few, though, how many wrestlers are in the Hall of Fame that that have held? Well, that's what I was like about to say. Hard. It's like even though there's a lot of wrestlers that did that thing and they're in the Hall of Fame, i.e. Jake like, Snake, i.e. Aaron Anderson, i.e. Ric Flair, <laughs> like they all did it. I.e. The Ultimate Warrior, i.e. Jake the Snake. Uh, like, what did they do to Vince McMahon? <laughs> like, that's the thing. Um, Barry Darso stayed. Barry Darso stayed. It was uh, the other gentleman who uh, he thought he had a heart attack when it was, I guess. Bill Eady, when it was yeah. shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't eat shellfish. Um, and then he continued wrestling. So I think they're just going to wait till they're dead. I hate to be negative, but it's the WWE, so they can do whatever. Oh, hey, and well, also, it'll, just, it'll be cheaper. It'll be cheaper. The check that the check that they cut their families will be less than the check the check they have to cut them when they're alive. So I just, not to be morbid. I, it's, it's one of the weirdest slights. Like 
I just don't, I just don't understand that one. And they've had several interviews where it's like they don't understand. Like they're like, oh, oh, I have no idea, like what we did. Like the honky tonk man didn't go in for a long time, but you kind of understand it because anytime he talked, he always like put down everybody and anything. So it's like, okay, I, I get it. He's not probably not popular with, you know, Vince McMahon and that. That's fine. But like, you never hear a bad word about demolition. It's just so weird. Salt of the earth, Barry Darso, yeah. I mean, the dude's going to be tough to see. be a repo man for Vince McMahon. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. That's a legitimate job. It's not even, he's not even, he shouldn't be evil. I know. Like, uh, I, I spoke about that before. Like, my dad was kind of a repo man there for a while because, with the bank because he had to repossess things. That's like, no, it's because people didn't, he doesn't go around stealing shit. Like, people didn't pay for it. They don't, shouldn't have it. Your dad did wear a trench coat, though, when he did it, so. And and one of those a trench coat with tire <laughs> with pieces of tire all over it and a uh, and a Zorro mask. Yep. <laughs> that was just carried a chain and a hook. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. These are two, ladies and gentlemen. These are two classic wrestling fans. What gimmick would you have given Barry Darso that wasn't Repo Man Turbo? You're up. Well, I mean, if you go back, he's losing the hair, him, so he can't be he can't be a rocker guy. He was thin and no, out. No, so essentially, if you go back and watch some of his older stuff in WCW, where he was like the the what what was his he he was black like a top trucker. bully, black top yep. bully. I give him that. He was great. He was a great black top bully man. Love that. I love that gimmick. Swampy, his, do you remember his finisher was crazy too. Do you remember when we used to watch, I think it was like GWF, it was one of those weird federations, it would be on at a weird time, and I, I watched an episode one time, and I'm like, you got to see this, and I remember us watching it. <laughs> Nails. And, yeah, uh, Sergeant Slaughter was like the heavyweight champ. But the Mr. Blacktop America, the guy with the foot fetish. The, the blacktop bully was there, and he had a valet called the Highway Honey. And she looked like yes. Marge Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It was so good. The There's something honey. pure in those indie wrestling. Yeah. Nails through a cup of coffee <laughs> in someone's face. Yeah, a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. You need, you need, to, you need to chill out. Good, good old-fashioned fun. Yeah. Definitely recommend, folks. Like, if you don't watch wrestling anymore, at least go to a live show. <laughs> and you'll see... You'll see dumb stuff like that where no one's doing crazy bumps, but they're um, they're working the classics. That's wrestling in purest form. Man, <laughs> going to see Red Rock Wrestling, man, is a trip. Oh, I love it. It's a, it's, great. it's a trip. You guys any events coming up for Red Rock? I don't know. There were a couple. The last one they had was a. They had a ladder. I didn't go to it. I was just I was busy, but. Uh, they had a ladder match, apparently. Um, Very cool. At, yeah. The last one that I went to, was a, there was a steel cage match. And it was like, I think it was, actually it might have been Cowboy's last actual match. And he actually bled. Like, he got caught on the, on the uh, cage and he bled. And apparently, like, a bunch of kids were crying and stuff. And he, excellent. Yeah, 
he goes to the he goes to the barber shop where my wife works. Um, my wife cuts his hair quite often, not as much anymore. But um, they used to talk about the the wrestling and stuff. And he was he told her he's like that was like that wasn't supposed to happen. I got like legitimately got cut and uh, bled all over the place. And my wife was telling him like all oh, the kids were crying, and he's like, I know it was horrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but he was like gershing like friggin' Ric Flair, like it was so good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm like, wow, like I can't believe you hit it that hard. But then you find out that you know it was a mistake. And he's, he's got to drive home in a sedan, just bleeding all over his car. Or yeah. he's like this, <laughs> and just like, oh geez, get the super glue. So I got a question for the algorithm. Sure. Hell so. Yeah. So since you're now uh, partaking in the, the punk uh, madness that is going on right now, um, yes. are, are you going to watch? Are you going to watch the Royal Rumble to see if he uh, wins? I'm probably going to have to, yeah, because I like <laughs> I predicted like, and it's funny too because I went on this like on uh, on social media. I you know how your Facebook works now. You don't even see posts from friends anymore. You just see constant like just garbage. But there was this one post about, you know, back when the dirt sheets were kind of saying that CM Punk was going to the WWE and all that stuff. And I had to comment on one of them. I couldn't help myself. And I just said, he's coming back and he's part of his contract is going to be main event at WrestleMania. Because if you remember the, the podcast with Colt Cabana, that's the one thing he never got that he wanted. So I'm like 99% sure that that's part of the contract. And uh, I said that on the thing, and I got a bunch of laughing emojis, like people like thinking I'm an idiot. And it's like, well, I'm not an idiot. I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I guarantee he wins the Rumble, and then he beats Rollins at WrestleMania. I just, you can see it a mile away. Wow. Wow. See, I don't, I don't think, think that's going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? I think they're just going to, it's not going to be, he, he's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Do you think he's going to main event WrestleMania? Yeah, but it's not going to be against Seth Rollins. They're going to give him Roman. Gonna, do you think he's? They're going to give him Roman. Uh, I think he's going to win a title. Uh, I don't know which one. But. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't even know. Like, what Roman is the, the world champion and Seth Rollins is the WWE champion? Do they still doing that foolishness? Yeah, it's yeah. essentially two separate belts. But essentially, they what they did was they made the belt for Seth because Roman they don't yeah. want to take the belt off Roman. Roman's going to be the champ for at least another year. He's not losing. He's not losing that title anytime soon. So I don't. So th- I don't see Roman. Which one is considered like the standard title? Like who it's is Roman's, the best? Roman's title. Roman's okay. title. He actually has both belts, which is weird. Well, he, he has, has two, titles. and they merged them together. <laughs> so he has three titles. He has he has the black uh, world. Uh, the universal championship then he has the okay. wwe championship and now he's the, thought, like, he has the black championship. championship i'm like what so what so what title does does seth rollins have he, he has a wor- so essentially what they did was they took the rick flair belt and they they uh, took that out of the and they, they redesigned it and that's the belt that flair has so essentially it's the consolation championship Punk doesn't want that belt. I know he doesn't want that belt. He uh, wants. See, and that's he wants, where I was mistaken. Like I didn't know. But that's no, that's, you shouldn't. that's it's I mean, in so a policy, weird. how they get to Roman, they may give 
his, him Seth's title, and they may try to, you know, do a unification type match. But I have no idea. But like, I don't, I don't think this. Like, in all honesty, Seth's contract ends in 2024, and if I think, I think here's the thing. I think this is just me like talking, wrestling out my ass right now. Is yep. if because of the the heat that is on CM Punk right now and how much animosity there is between Punk and Seth. If CM Punk walks in and Seth they and Seth is told to drop the title to Punk, I think that's going to be a sign that Seth is like, you know what, fuckers, I'm not signing with you guys now. I think he's going to try to use that to try to get more money. So he may he may uh you know, play the game a little bit, play some politics. I mean, Seth's been known to do that. Um, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be an interesting story. So, like, just for that sake of it, that's why I watch the highlights now of, of Raw. Before before uh, that, it was the highlights of what was going on with Roman and the, the Bloodline and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But, like, and then when Cody came back, it's like, okay, what's Cody doing? And I, when he came back, I was just like, oh, he's just doing the same. He's doing AEW Cody in WWE, but it's working because WWE is that PG product. So it works. It works for WWE. It didn't work for AEW. And that's yeah. that sucks. I just, um, I was shocked at how old all of this. Like, again, haven't watched wrestling in a few years. Um, I was watching a little bit of The Shield, like I knew who they were. That's kind of the last time I was really watching wrestling. Uh, even then, I wasn't really watching full episodes of Raw, but I, you know, I like The Shield and stuff, and I'd watch their segments. And that's kind of remember the last time I remember Seth Rollins. But when Seth Rollins and um, and CM Punk were going head to head, the crowd was pretty split. I don't think WWE can afford to let Seth Rollins go, and. The way that those two, you can tell it's legitimate heat that they just don't like each other. I think it's more Seth hating CM Punk and CM Punk just doesn't give a shit. But they they clearly don't like each other. And it's very Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. And if it's done the right way, everybody involved can make a ton of money. And I, I just I can't see Seth Rollins walking away from that. But who knows? I don't know, man. Like I said, it's going to be an interesting next few weeks of wrestling because, you know, once once we get to Royal Rumble, we're on the road to WrestleMania. So it's going to be balls to the wall. Like they're going to be telling a lot of stories. So I'm excited to see what they're going to try to do, how they're going to try to write this story and if it's going to make sense. Because don't forget, Cody Rhodes has a, has a contract and he has... Uh, uh, a caveat in his his contract that he gets to win a title at WrestleMania too. So, well, by the sounds of it, there's about four different titles he could win. So, well, no, the thing is, is Roman has it's technically one title, but it's three belts. It makes no sense, and I get that, but that's that's how it is right now. Um, the same with uh, the well, I mean, you just created a title and gave it to Seth. It has no lineage. They try to say there's lineage, but like it's just a belt they just created. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be like I said, interesting few weeks of wrestling, especially leading up to Royal Rumble. We'll see what they're going to do. Um, if it could be, uh, if it could be uh, like the story that I'd like to see, if it was me, it'd be like yes, Punk, 
Punk basically uh, wins the Rumble, teases he's going to fight Seth. Big swerve, he goes after Roman. Because technically Punk is a Raw exclusive wrestler, brand split, Uh LOL, as they say. Um, Because everybody wrestles on both shows anyway. Even though they had a draft and they're separated, they still show up on the other shows. Bullshit for years. It's just, it makes no sense. As I say, what are the rules? What are the rules? But they never explain them. So, is Paul Heyman still an on air talent? Yeah, he's. He's the wise man for the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. So I could see him turning on Reigns and going with his original, because he even mentioned it, like, I was the original OG Heyman guy. So could you see Heyman turning on Reigns and going with CM Punk? I mean, that's a possibility. But in all honesty, I don't see it because Roman is the biggest fucking thing in wrestling right now. I don't understand but why. Is he, be- is he because yeah. of the company? Because I know for years the company pushed him down everyone's throat and people resented it. No, is he man, legitimately it's... popular with the fans, though? Well, yeah, the bloodline is the hot. Well, it was the hottest thing going right now. That's the whole breakup and, you know, shifting of what's going on, which is kind of turning it off. But like Roman Reigns is legit. Like when he was at the he's height of the over with the fans. Oh, he's he was super over. People were losing their shit when he beat Brock Lesnar. Like he legit beat Brock. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah. So okay. well, I, I didn't know. I like again, I'm just kind of dipping my toe back into it. I'm only watching the punk stuff, so I like I have no idea. Well, it's interesting to think that it looks like Punk's trying to knock off HPK to take over NXT. Apparently he wants something written in his contract where he gets to work with NXT talent. So hmm. and he wants to he wants he wants to learn how to produce and work backstage. I don't so, I don't see them ever knocking HBK off because Triple H is never going to let that happen ever. But the one thing I did enjoy about That's Punk, that's not Triple H's call anymore. That's true. One thing I did enjoy though was uh when, when Punk showed up on NXT to hang out with HBK, he was wearing a Bret Hart hoodie. <laughs> I love that. Just like just was, subtle stuff like that. That just was so a horrible good. segment horrible segment wasn't the greatest segment but the fact that he wore the the bret hart hoodie was just awesome i loved it it's like they didn't even talk about what they were going to talk about they just went out there and they're like i guess we'll fucking wing this it's like oh it was so bad <laughs> so bad and hbk man like he's haggard looking man so haggard wow. looking i mean the the man dropped more drugs on the floor than I don't even know. Like, yeah, he lived the lifestyle. Like, he's lucky to be alive. He's not Jake the Snake. Calm down. Uh, he's no, nowhere near he's, the Snake caliber. Like, he, yeah, he did his jizzle and bizzle, but then he was, you know, he did that for what, maybe three, four years? Uh, three or four years? Are you nuts? No. He was doing that shit in the 80s when the Rockers first came on the scene and he was doing it right up until about 99, 2000. Do you not remember okay, so he when... For... He at least 20 years. Like, okay. come on. Anyway, um, so he did drugs, okay. Sure. A lot. But like, it's a just lot. like, it's his, it's, his, it's his droopy eye, man. Like, what's with the droopy eye? 
he told that story. I don't know. I don't. I don't it's like a, Shawn Michaels, so I don't a, care about his droopy a, eye. It's a other than it's droopy. It's a detached retina, and your boy is to blame for it. Who's just my like boy? He's to blame Undertaker, just like he's to blame for the back injury with the casket. He did both. He's he laughed about it. He's like, I should hate Mark Calloway, but if, you know he doesn't. But he's like, he's because he's, he's a sweetie. My... Okay, so ex- ex- explain to me how the the back injury's uh, Michael's fault. Undertaker's fault, you mean? Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, explain it's how not. how that how it's, it's not. I know, but it happened during the casket match. You know, like Undertaker threw him out of the ring, and he was supposed to clear the casket, and he didn't. He smashed the the corner of the casket went into his vertebrae, and like completely screwed it up. That's how his back injury started. I think it was all a sham. I don't think his back <laughs> was really that hurt. Well, you see, I mean. Do you not remember when he came back? You could see his back was fused. Like, you could tell. Not hard to tell. His spine didn't bend at the bottom. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Uh, CGI. <laughs> CGI. <laughs> you just never liked him. I got it. It's fine. You just, you, it was a bump he never should have took. You can't appreciate talent. I, I get it. I'm not. Listen, I'll take nothing away from him. He's a great wrestler. Horrible human being. Still is. Yeah, he might be. I don't know. I see. That's what I liked about him. I. I, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> He's a bad him. person. I just thought it was do you, hilarious. Do you stand bad guys? Yeah. I'm. I'm drawn to those. And then he got away with it. I, I don't know why. It's like that's why I like seeing punk so much because the guy's like a mega douche, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, speaking as fans who you know understandably don't necessarily watch it all the time but how uh, wrestling is you know the, the cycle of wrestling of how people come back is it can it be one person that gets everyone back into wrestling like was it you know hulk hogan turning evil and then everyone goes back to watching wcw um cm punk comes to aew and then cm punk probably gets fired and goes to wwe is uh, a wrestling boom possible just on one person or is it a bunch of moving parts i think think it's all conspiracy i think it has to be a number of things i'll I'll get to your conspiracy in a sec because i'm interested but uh like it wasn't just hogan turning heel back in the 90s like that was a huge part of it sure but there was a lot of stuff going on and not to mention the the booty man (laughs) not to mention the uh competition the competition between the two federations trying to put each other out of business is what what sparked that because um it just brought out the best in both in both and like it just it was a boom and it was kind of the same thing the golden age back in the day like hogan was certainly a huge part of it i'll argue that roddy piper was just as big uh, as important as hogan was for wrestlemania but there was a lot of stuff going on back then too like you had the the rock and wrestling um, combination. We had celebrities like, you know, good on Vince for having the foresight to, you know, cross over into the land of pop culture and involve you know, pop culture icons of the day. That's what really brought that out. And it's got to be a number of things. Um, there's got to be, for, for wrestling, I don't even know how it's doing. They say it's more popular than whatever it was right now. I don't know if that's true. 
I have no idea. Uh, Turbo would be able to speak better to that. I, apparently, they make more money now than they ever have. Well, yeah, that's it's because of all everything when the pandemic happened. Like they, WWE signed everyone to mega money. They didn't want anyone leaving going to AEW. Now all those contracts are being like honored, which is great and all. But in all honesty. This thing's going better? right down the tubes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's it's Swamp Ninja's mic. Uh, I just muted him there. Okay. Um, yeah, so every time you come in, we hear that that sound. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? So my, my conspiracy is, is CM Punk came to AEW to sabotage for WWE. In all honesty, it just doesn't make sense why happened happened. I can see that. Yeah, I think he sure. went in there. I think he went in there with an ulterior motive. Like I think he joined AEW thinking, okay, if I get if I pop a rating in AEW and I get popular again, WWE can't WWE can't turn turn me down now because I'm going to be a hot ticket. So I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, for the next, you know, he had a he had a five year contract with with AEW. He did almost three, so. Or maybe it was only two. It was about two years, uh, two years and change, I guess. But so what happened was, is he he came onto the scene at AEW. He had that huge pop. He came. He went out there. He's like happy go lucky punk. I'm a good guy. I'm here for you. I'm here for wrestling. And he started calling down the WWE on almost all his uh, uh, promos. You know, he takes shots and he call. You know, he called MJF a less famous Miz, like all that stuff. And it was like a fantastic television. And then all of a sudden, you know, punk started becoming punk in the back and he wanted to run things. And this is what I want. And, you know, Tony Khan was a mark. Unfortunately, Tony Khan didn't want to let oh, basically want to let CM Punk do whatever he wanted. And, you know, the, the disrespect and whatnot. And. I'm pretty sure Punk in his mind knew this is what he was going to do. He was just going to try to rat rattle that tree and and fuck over AEW and be like, okay, I, this is how I get back to the big show. And I think he's like, yeah, I did it. And now he's in a he's in a better like he's in the place where he's at. I know he signed for mega money because he was the hot ticket because he was leaving. He was defecting from AEW. So, you know, he got paid. And like he said in his promo, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Um, so you, that, you know, that's a direct correlation of, you know, he's going to want to play heel. So right, right now, um, you know, he's playing the good guy, just like he did in AEW, but he's doing, he has heelish tendencies, right? He, he says some things that aren't very, isn't very popular. He's yeah. He's just, he's one of those guys that is just, he's, he's heel. Like, it was like when Kurt Hennig tried to be a face. You just can't. And it's the same with Michaels. Like, I hated Michaels when he was a good guy. I did not hated him, but I just didn't like it. Punk's a, Punk's a heel. He has to be. Well, and that's the thing. And then, like, uh, there's foreshadowing that they're doing in the WWE where he's, you know, he's going to go knock on the door of the bloodline, right? And, like, then, then, you know, he did a heelish thing. He's like, I acknowledge the tribal chief, but just remember, I was the first Heyman guy, and he was why wise man 
before he was your wise man. Like just taking, you know, putting those, trying to sow some seeds of doubt saying, Hey, yeah. when Haman sees me, he's going to want to be with me, not you anymore. And, you know, and then he's, you know, tell, you know, and then he's, you know, baiting Seth. Maybe I'll just take that title. Like, so he's trying to play it from all angles, which is great because it, you know, makes for compelling television. But again, like I said, I think, I think punk went to AEW with ulterior motives from day one. Um, as much as I hate, as, as much as I hate to say it, that's, that's what I think it's cause it was, it's just, it, it, it all happened too quick. Like he just, he got there and everything was great. And then, you know, he realized, Oh, like maybe I'm not where I need to be. I want to be back where, you know, I'm going to be making real money. Now I, I don't get me wrong. I'm assuming Tony Khan paid a shit ton of money for him, but you know, he was just like, this isn't where I want to be. I want to be, I want to be in the big show. Like he even said it, like we're not the big time yet. In some of his interviews, he's like, you're not there yet, Tony, but I'll take you there. Don't worry. And then fucking fucked him over. Right. So like, yeah. I think, I think he, I think he tried to sabotage AEW and he did a great job. It, it hurt like AEW's hurting right now. They're in the red. Yeah, that's, they're not making I've money. read that everywhere. Yeah. That they, that they're not doing the greatest. I, I well, they're, not making, they're not making money on their live shows. They're making money in for their television. It's the live shows they're made. so they're 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 running at a loss for live live events. It's not everything. It's just their live events are running at a loss. Um, I don't doubt I don't doubt your conspiracy theory. I and if he was coming back to wrestling, he was always going to end up. I think he even said it. I was always going to end up coming home, is how he put it. Um, and if you remember that podcast that he did with Colt Cabana back in the day his thing was he wanted to main event wrestlemania and the way he is oh it's like, already been announced it's been announced on every dirt sheet he that's what he's getting he got a wrestlemania event we just don't know when it's supposed to happen is it supposed no. to happen in his first year or is this going to be like a slow burn where you know they make him go for just like cody Rhodes and they make him uh go through the adversity as, as not, they say he's not getting younger either well, that's the thing, but that's like, I think it's maybe a three year, five year issue comment, right? Yeah, exactly. But he's, he's red hot now. So you gotta, you gotta capitalize on that, I think. And oh, maybe he main events more than one WrestleMania. I don't know. But uh, like, know, man. as you say, like, that's, that's why I would agree with your conspiracy theory. Like he was always going to end up back in the WWF or WWE, sorry. He was always going to end up back there. It just, even when you watched him in AEW and I was excited to see him too, like his first few promos and that, and the stuff with MJF was like some of the greatest stuff ever really. Um, but it just didn't feel right. There was something missing and it's because it was AEW. Well, yeah, and it didn't help that all the bullshit happened as soon as he started getting, as soon as he like won the championship, that's when he became a douchebag. As soon as the well, belt went that, on him, it, it was as soon as the belt went on him. It was that press conference that we all watched. Yeah, the brawl out. Yeah, where, that was yeah, it. Yeah, where he, where he got into a fight with, with Adam Page and all those guys. So, or whatever his name is, Hangman Page. Um, somewhere, uh, buckshot is like wanting to wring my neck for messing that up but uh you were right it's adam page it is adam page okay <laughs> it, um, there's, there's a bunch of adams it was that it was it was that press conference where he just shot on everybody that is where it's okay that's the real sam punk 
Well, he went off on, well, he went off on Colt Cabana because apparently the EVPs, blah, 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 said that they were, he tried to get punk fire. He punk tried to get Colt Cabana fired from AEW bullshit. And it was, turns out it wasn't true. And then there was pot shots thrown on promos. Apparently it wasn't okayed and all that bullshit. So like, I get it. Like there, it's a, it was a hot topic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but, uh, we've been yapping here for a while. We're almost at time. We're about to run out. Um, so I should probably do the socials here. So just to let everyone know, you can always check us out on any one of our platforms. You can check us out on Podbean. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple podcasts. You can check out all of that. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at 2 Pods. You can check us out on a retro, or sorry, you can check us out on the TikToks by searching Retro 2 Podcast. Uh, and you can check us out on The X, also known as Twitter, by checking out us out at 2 Pod. We do all kinds of things on our social media. We have Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesdays. We pick, put pictures up of wrestling matches, old Sentai uh you know, Japanese rubber, rubber monsters, all that stuff. We, we, we post all of that. And, uh, do you have anything to add there? Swamp Ninja? I think we lost. Uh, in the top no, just listening, just soaking it all in, soaking it all in. It's the, another year for punk. He's taken over. Uh, this week's homework weekend's homework is probably trying to figure out which of the Krampus movies is the good one. There's several Krampus how, uh, Christmas horror movies, and apparently only one of them is good. So I may be watching several movies to find the good one. So we'll see. Note on Christmas movies before <laughs> we let everyone go. Uh, check out Santa's Slay with Bill Goldberg. It's hilarious. Uh, it's probably one of the funniest oh things I've ever watched on on uh, on film. So check that out if you can. Uh, favorite performance. <laughs> Does it give Santa a stroke? Oh, man. It's... it's Santa. He, you watch you watch Bill Goldberg play a psychotic Santa Claus and he hisses at a woman, hisses, like hisses at a woman. She falls and lands on a spike and it goes through her neck and it's hilarious. Oh, you got to check it out. You got to you got to watch it. I think it's on Tubi. I'm pretty sure it's there. Bill Goldberg's finest performance. Yep. Got to check it out. Yep. His favorite. So that's, that's the homework. <laughs> Get in touch with the holidays. Any for notables sure. for the outdoor household? Any recommendations? Nah, I got nothing. <laughs> well, on that note, as always, Dude. the way we like to end this podcast is by saying... Peace, y'all. Keep it weird.